Guys, welcome to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett. And on today's episode, we are joined by the one and only Mr. Julian Pace of Happiness Co. So if you haven't heard Julian's story before, you want to tune in, even if you have. I ask him the hard questions to get him actually to answer something for us. And uh, on top of that as well, we dive into and have a look at his story. So when he was younger, he actually lost both his uh, three people, his father, um, and I think it was his cousin and also a brother as well to suicide. So you will want to join us and really hear about his, his story and find out more about what happened for him. Actually, sorry, it was not his brother, it was his cousin. But he really dives into the realm of happiness and he likens it to being a traffic light system. There's green, there's orange and red. And orange and red are really critical problems for people when it comes to their mental health, depression, suicidal thoughts. And that's talked about a lot. But no one talks about the happiness, the preventative, the stuff in advance that you can do to make sure that number one, you are living in alignment with your highest values. You're actually having fun every day and you're actually being happy in what you're doing. And that's really what's important in life. You can have all the money, you can have all the experiences, but if you're not happy with what you're doing, why are we doing it for, right? So today we're joined by Julian to dive into all of that. And he's also joining us at Certified Ballers Live. So www.certifiedballerslive.com.au. Head over there and grab a ticket if you haven't already. You want to hear Julian and a range of other speakers that we have coming to join us. Look forward to seeing you guys there, but let's jump into the show. We'll see you in there. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said, we have got the one and only Mr. Julian Pace. And in case he'll tell you, ladies, yes, Pace is Italian for love. Let him, you know, let him say that line to you whenever you like. <laughs> Mr. Julian Pace from Happiness Co. How are you doing, bro? Good, mate. Thanks uh, for having me in. My pleasure, man. It's been hard. Guys, of all the speakers we have <laughs> coming to Certified Ballers Live next year, it's been hard to lock him down. We had to call his assistant. I had to call his mum. Be like, look, can we please have Julian just for half an hour? Did my mum know where I was though? Because she's also quite confused. She's she, like, she, she's the only one that got it done. Okay, yeah. my mum got it done. Thanks, mum. Yeah. But I did say to Kimbo, good things take time, everybody. Lesson number one for today's podcast. Lesson number one, guys. <laughs> it takes time. It takes time. Now, I want everyone to find out a little bit more because obviously I already did an amazing introduction for you. But I also want everyone to know a little bit about what Happiness Code does who they help, because I think it's a very important message that a lot of people need to hear. And when they just hear the name, they might be like, oh, these guys just do, like, do they, do they just do, happy, like, they make people happy? Is that it? Like, give us a, give us a one-liner. Yeah, some people think happiness code is like a gigolo service. Yeah. That's not so much That's more than that. <laughs> it's so much more than that, but I 100% understand that happiness is just a word. It's what you make it. Mm. Uh, so we work in the preemptive mental health space. And the easiest way for me to describe it to everyone watching is, Orange or red, sorry, red, orange, and green. Red being crisis management, suicide mm-hmm. prevention. Orange being preemptive initiatives, and then green being the everyday tools. Yeah. So we think about no one wants to go through pain and suffering. No one wakes up in the morning and says, I want to have my daily dose of heartbreak today. Mm. But if we could train people with the right tools, uh, with the right awareness, uh, and, and allow them to understand the decisions in life, hopefully it mitigates when they go through tough times. So you cover green, orange, and red. We do. We cover all three, but predominantly yeah. in the green. Yeah. So Happiness Co is built to, to work in the green. I predominantly work in the red, but Happiness Co is designed in the green because if you think about all the amazing organizations out there in the mental health space, mm-hmm. quite often most of them are red and orange, yep. which is crisis management. And we thought we want to be the Coca-Cola of mental health. And what I mean by that is you think about Coca-Cola, they're having a good time with their friends and 
enjoying their life while they're drinking Coke. So not about Coke. If you think about that Live Lighter campaign, mm-hmm. yeah, Live Lighter campaign when he's drinking that fizzy drink. Yeah. What do you remember at the end? Uh, I mean, summertime, lots of yellow and red colors, like bouncing on a, you know, like there's beach balls going okay. on. That's Coke. Yeah. yeah. But remember that Live Lighter campaign though? When oh, he's Live drinking Lighter. Live Lighter that, uh, when he's drinking that fizzy drink? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what happens, do you remember what happens in the ad? Isn't that, that's where it's like it shows around his organs Correct. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so think about the, the natural way we show things in our campaigns. Like you drink fizzy drink, you're going to die. Yeah. Uh, quite often we do that in mental health as well, which is we promote the downside and we yeah. want to promote the upside, which is I wonder how much better your life would be with your partner if you were looking after your happiness. Mm. I wonder what your relationship would be with your kids. I wonder how more inspired you'd be in your workplace and how driven you were to be able to get up in the morning. So we try and promote the upside of mental health. Yeah. And so obviously you guys are coming along as well, both yourself and, and Robbie too, um, yep. is coming along to Certified Ballers Live. Now, what if people are like, but Jules, I'm already happy. Mm. Like, I have, like I'm not unhappy. Yeah. And I think that we can always be better. Yeah. So I put better on the pedestal, mm-hmm. which is fulfillment. Yeah. And fulfillment, which is like, what makes you feel fulfilled when you go to bed at night? The last person that you go to bed at night to and say goodnight to is yourself, and the first person that you wake up in the morning to and say good morning to is yourself. And that relationship really matters, and I see in all the people I work with, that's where it falls down. Yeah. We have so many things that we want to achieve in life, and one of the results and the outcomes of being business owners and leaders, and it's amazing, but it can also be called the happiness trap, which is you're constantly looking for that next thing, and when you get it, it doesn't always feel the way you thought it would, so then you're onto the next thing. Mm. And... We really work in fulfillment, which is how you want to feel about yourself along the way as well. We all know someone that has a lot of money that's miserable, that, that person that wanted that job and now spends no time with their family. So we, I guess, reframe happiness. So what does it mean to you to be proud of the person that you are, to like the person you are? And more importantly, if you were to ask yourself this question, how would I live if I was going to live the way I wanted to be remembered? So how would I live if I was going to live the way I wanted to be remembered. And I think that if you look at your life like that, you'd probably start living a little differently. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But now what about for people though? They're sitting there like, Julie, that sounds like I'm going to be sitting on the couch with Dr. Julian in, you know, with his, Dr. You know Dr. Julian with his hair as high as his <laughs> hopes. Like if I'm sitting there, like, is that what I have to do now? Or do I have to go and sit on the couch and like talk about my problems? Or like, how does this come to me now? If I'm a business owner, I'm like a solopreneur or I've got a small team. How does that actually, what, what does that look like for me if I want to work through that and go, cool, yeah, some, some days I do wake up in the morning and I say hi to myself and it's not the best seller. Yeah. Like I don't give myself the best treatment. If that's the case, how do you like, how do you solve that and what does that actually look like for people? Because I think some people go, oh, sounds like a little bit of that psychology stuff and you want me to sit on the couch and talk about my parents yeah, and yeah, my feelings, yeah. my, my vulnerabilities. Yeah. And I'm probably going to be there for 10 years and it's going to cost me a hundred grand or like what, like, what does it actually look like to try and start? working towards overcoming some of those things. Yeah, so we make it very simple for people because happiness can be ever elusive, right? Depending on what you think it is. Yeah. So we talk about the internal stuff. Now, if happiness is internal, then everything external will be better by the internal stuff. Mm-hmm. So think about life being every single day of your life, you make choices towards the business owner you want to be mm-hmm. or you're making choices away from the business owner you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I know firsthand in my own life, when I was between the age of 21 and 25, I made so many choices away from the young man I wanted to be that the gap became bigger and bigger. What were those choices? Yeah. Well, obviously, if people know much about my story, if you don't, uh, I lost my father to suicide on my 21st birthday, and I call that the moment of impact. Yeah. Where, where someone came into my life and switched off the light. 
So every single person, doesn't matter where you are or what you do, you have a story around something and a moment of impact. Mm. Could be your parents getting divorced, could be getting bullied at school, could be your education, could be a divorce. There's always stories running through our lives. Mm. My story is that my dad rejected me and he left me, right? And because of that, my life fell apart. But then I made, started making terrible choices. Mm. Drinking, drugs, pushing away the people I cared about, um, isolating, uh, lying, being deceitful. And then what happens before you know it, you get so stuck in the, the person that you think you are, you can't get out. Mm. And everyone in life goes through moments in their life when they're making choices away from the person they don't want to be. Which is you think about when you get home from work after a long day and you said you're going to work on your health and you open the, the, bowl, you open the fridge and there's a bottle of wine and a bottle of water. You pick the bottle of wine and you mm-hmm. goobag that shit, right? Or <laughs> you goobag that you goobag bag <laughs> you hear us and say, I don't know, man, you're the pro. You tell me. Yeah, you play the game Good of Fortune. Oh, I'm the, uh, I'm the old Hills Hoist. <laughs> yeah, but you get that. Or you, um, you are having a challenge in your relationship. Say you're unhappy in love, mm. but you don't want to leave your partner. Yeah. But you're not honest with your partner about being unhappy. Yeah. So if you're not being honest, what do you mean? Dishonest. Dishonest. So clearly that would be away from the person you wanted to be. Yeah. But how, but how do you know? So what, like, if that happens and I go and I look back retrospectively, mm. like we can look at many things like, oh, I've got all the decisions. But like today or tomorrow, or is this one of the tools you're going to be teaching us at Certified Ballers Live? Or is that something more of what you do? Like, how do I then go, cool, I can see what I did in the past. Yeah. Which we all can. Like, that's why we do accounting that way, right? Like, well, I spent all that money in my business. Great. Yeah. But like, when we now looking forward, then our day-to-day actions, how do you overcome that? How do you make adjustments from there? Yeah, and it ultimately comes down to this, being better tomorrow than you are today. Yeah. So we work, that's why I say we work on the better philosophy, yeah. which is you know, the action that you take ultimately. And if yeah. you think about action as an acronym, action conditioning therapy, which if you think about therapy, there's always things in your life that are going to hurt you, upset you along the way. And there's some great sayings out there around two things I think is really important. Hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. If you don't heal the things that hurt you, you'll bleed on the people that cut you. So, in business, you get let down. I'm sure you've been let down a lot. Mm. Uh, you've been, you know, lied to. You've been feel like you've been short, uh, shortchanged in deals. And depending on how you deal with these moments, depending on how you go into the next one. Mm. So I always say there's like three things when it comes to your happiness: how you fix it, restore it, or replace it. Yeah. Touch, touch, touch on one of them for us. Just, just one. Just give us like a little, a little nugget for the people at home if they're listening, going, "Cool, here's one on like, or here's how you act, or here's how you check. like." Give us one little. Little mm-hmm. practical one around yeah, the yeah. store, right? Yeah. So you've me and you were in a business deal together and it went pear shaped mm-hmm. and you felt cheated and betrayed. Yeah. If you don't restore, uh, restore the internal stuff, so the things that you need to heal, you'll go into the next transaction thinking that science may do the same. Yeah. So we nearly take our baggage from the past into the present. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to get the best out of any transaction when you're worried about what may happen because of last time. Okay. So we talk about restoring being the internal. Yeah. How you feel about the interaction, how you feel about the person, how you feel about the outcome. Because feelings do matter mm. in everything that we do. So that's what we work on. We work a lot on the emotional side of things. Yeah. So how like so how if I know that I have that, if I've been able to identify, I suppose that's the first step, right? Identifying that and going, cool, this happened. Yeah. And this is how it made me feel. Now that I know that's how it made me feel, mm. how do I adjust that? Because I think it's easy sometimes for people that um, when they're listening, they're like, oh yeah, but that's okay for you, Jules. You've had all this work and now you're running this company and you're helping us people with that. But how do I, if I've just got that little feeling that even going into any sort of interaction now that I feel like I'm going to be hurt by the other person, whether it's business, personal, whatever, how how do I change how I feel? 
Yeah, I think I think you have to really look at the outcomes that you want. Around there's a great saying again, which is the person who controls the emotion controls the outcome. So if you want to control a narrative and you think about you being an influencer in your space mm. or influencing people to do different things, you have a much better chance of influencing someone to do the thing that you want with them if you're coming from a, uh, a more empowering emotion. Yeah. So think about emotion being the fuel. Mm. And I share this story a lot on stage about when I was 21 to 25, I used to drive a Lancer. Mm. Green Lancer, but I had a bad radiator. Yeah. And when you have a bad radiator, your car always, always overheats. Mm. So it doesn't matter how good I felt when I left where I was mm -hmm. to get where I needed to be or wanted to go. If you break down four times on the way and you're late, how do you feel when you get there? Yeah, not good. You're frustrated, right? So right, we were about, if you think about emotion being the fuel, how, how you live the journey is all that matters. Yeah. And I think so many people get caught up in the destination. I know it's cliche, but people don't put enough emphasis on the moments that matter. So by putting the by putting emphasis on that, is that going to help me control that feeling and emotion? Of course, because it can control, because you have a better chance of controlling the outcome by your intent. Yeah. So I always say to people, if you are uh, you think about emotional set points, we talk about emotions being an elevator. All the way down the basement would be hopelessness, which is rock bottom, and all the way at the top of the uh, the skyscraper would be you know, unconditional love when you're in flow and everything's working for you. Think about the choices that you make when you're frustrated. Like if I was to say. Pick one of these disempowering emotions and say you pick frustrated and I gave you all the emotions in front of you. How do you behave when you're frustrated? Uh, I suppose uh, angry, well not angry, I don't behave angry. Like I suppose I probably have my shoulders slumped down. I probably am not making eye contact with people. I'll just be like shaking my head and I'll be in like a, you know, like a huffy mood. Huffy mood, right? So that's frustrated. Yeah. And then you think about all the emotions that would drive your life and drive the moments. And people tell me all the time, Jules, I had the worst week. I said, do you have a worse, did you have the worst week or do you have a terrible moment? Yeah. And quite often, a, a terrible moment will de define a whole week. Mm. Or you had a terrible day. I'm like, did you have a terrible day or you have a terrible moment that day? Yeah. So it's how do you still get the most out of your day when you're not always getting the runs on the board? Because winning's not always about coming first. Yeah. Winning's about the choices that you made in the day, which is what person, like if you think about every single day of your life, you're working towards the person you want to be again. Mm. I wonder at the end of that day, if you're keeping score, would you be proud of all the things that you did? So that's what we try and get people to look at, which is the choices that you make. Are you being kind to yourself and others? Mm -hmm. Are you being compassionate? Uh, are you being um, the business owner you want to be? Are you being the partner you want to be? Are you being the parent you want to be? Because I know you said before, hindsight's a funny thing. It is, mm -hmm. in retrospect. But most of the time I deal with people that focus on the things that happened yesterday. Yeah. So holding on to the pain that didn't spend enough time with my kids. I was like, okay, you didn't spend enough time with your kids yesterday. Yeah. So what would that mean you would do today then? Yeah, so that's the part of like what I'm trying to get at here is the going well because I think people go it's like cool. I well then I'm not going to feel that again. But what you're saying is it's not that you're not going to feel it again. It's like cool. You will make different actions. You may still feel frustrated, but you make some different choices because of that. Which means at the end of the day, that frustration doesn't bring you down. It lifts you up because you're moving towards the person you want to become. Is that accurate? Correct. And yeah. in simple forms, and we'll talk about this much more on the event. Yeah. Think emotion, the story that you tell yourself, and then the choice that you make. Yeah. Feeling is, I'm, I'm, I don't feel loved. Yeah. I'm unlovable. Story is, no one likes me. I wonder what kind of choices I would make. Yeah. Me, you can make, I always say you can make better choices. And when I say better, I mean better for you. Yeah. In life, like you can make better choices towards something or you can make none at all or you can make the wrong choice. Mm. So I think about people like that lonely. I feel lonely and no one likes me. So I go out all the time and I, I, I do things to fit in. Mm. So I do drugs. So that would be the wrong thing. 
yeah. or you would stay at home and be by yourself and that's nothing at all yeah and that's the way we try and allow people to understand that you can act the way you want to feel mm. you may not always feel the way you want to feel but you can act in a certain way yeah and when you are happier you take better action think about it you're a better partner you're better in business and i know this is firsthand in my own life like you think about the last two and a half years of happiness Co's life when we've done our best work is when i'm feeling my best yeah and not always do I feel my best. Not every day do I wake out in the morning, uh, up in the morning, as you said, you know, jump for joy. But how do I make sure I try and keep more better days than worse days? And I think lots of people have more worse days than better days. Yeah. And most people's better days are on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then for the business owners sitting there, it's like, what's some things, like if they're going to come and join us at Certified Ballers Live, what, or even just in general, right, and they want to reach out to you guys and if they need help, what are things that they should that they can start doing now and bringing their attention towards so they can go, ah, this is maybe something that I want to bring that I, I want to work on in my in my life and my happiness. Like, what are some of the day to day things like, even if it's just that first point of bringing awareness, like for if they're going to come join us or if they're going to go, actually, like, I just want to now go and check out happiness, go and find out what they do. Like, what can they look for, not only in themselves, but also in others? Because a lot of what you do also is about support and community and tribe building, right? So a lot of people, like I see it all the time where people are unhappy, they're depressed, they maybe get suicidal, but then you're like, okay, like, so now I, I'm aware for myself, but I'm now aware for someone else as well. How do I help that person? And then how do I help myself? What are the, a few things that they should be looking for in a day-to-day type to be able to bring awareness to it? Well, I work with a lot of business owners around mindset stuff, right? Mm. And I, I think that there's this, like, this myth or this belief system that you have to be unhappy and stressed out to be a business owner. Mm. Like, you get it. You've, you've, you've been in business for a long time. You see so many business owners you know, just driving themselves into the ground and putting so much time and attention into their businesses, they burn out. Mm. And I say, well, why does that have to be the way? Mm. It doesn't have to be the way if you look at a different strategy around it. Because like, there's effort in strategy, right? You can put your effort in into the right things and get better results. Or you can put your effort into the wrong things and get the wrong results. Yeah. So it's really working out, I would say, to any business owner I would talk to when they ask me about it, I just give them two simple things. Mm. Don't mistake movement for progress. Explain it a little bit more. Movement versus progress. So if I was to ask you what you believe the difference is, what would you say? Well, I know what I, I think okay. I know what the difference is, but I, I, I don't want to influence. I want you like, so if I'm explaining, give me your definition to like a six-year-old kid. Okay, so movement versus progress. Yeah. You put your left hand in, you put your left hand out, you put your left hand in, and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey, right? Yeah. All I just did was waste 10 seconds of your life and the people watching, right? Yeah. Movement. Yeah. People justify busy being busy. Mm. We see it everywhere you go. So busy or productive. Yeah. So just li- little things when you start talking to yourself about when people ask you how you are and you say, I've been so busy. Yeah. Why don't you look at pro- uh, being productive? Because movement is being busy. Yeah. So Progress in that- is intent, yeah. which is what meaning am I trying to get out of this moment? Okay. So in the same scenario, if I'm doing the hokey pokey. Yeah. Correct. What's, how, how can I progress? Can I still progress and do the hokey pokey? You can, but you want to be, this is about efficiency, right? Yeah. So if you want to get home and be at dinner at 6.30 with your family, because yeah. I mean this, Yeah. what's the reason that you do it for, like, you know, we're all know about what's your why, what's your reasons. Yeah. My big one is, it may sound corny and cliche, but I want to be a dad that gets to be at home every night for dinner and hopefully be a dad that gets to pick up my kids from school. Yeah. And I, I'm not even a dad, for instance, but the point being is I wouldn't want to be a business owner that could never do the things that really mattered. Yeah. So how? So then, how do you distinguish that? Because the people, like, let's take that into a business example, then, right? So we've got the hokey pokey for the kids, 
kids, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe and review. Now, for the parents, and uh, so this is a business owner now, if I'm in business, give me an example of one thing where I'm being busy and one thing where I'm being productive. Well, you'd see it, I'm sure, with your own teams at times, is that we always put up things that we don't like doing. Mm. The uncomfortable stuff. Yeah. Sales, if you're bad at sales, you put up sales. The uncomfortable conversations. The things that you believe that are a chore. Yeah. The things that I say you get to, you have to. The things that you get to do are the things that you enjoy. Mm. Easy. Oh, anyone can do the things they get to do yeah. and they like doing. I believe that that's the movement part, though. The progress part is doing the, the challenging stuff. The thing that's going to elevate your business forward or give you the most important thing in the world, which is time back. Mm. So working out what's the most difficult and the best way to think about it is this. Hard conversations, easy life. Mm. Easy conversations, hard life. Mm. Like how long would you put up a hard conversation with, him, with, with an employee that's not doing well? Yeah. Me, me and I try and do everything straight away. I like Brian Tracy, the whole eat the frog, right? It's like you do it first thing in the morning. Yeah. If there's something on your plate and you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this, <laughs> then you're like, well, let me just check Facebook. I better, well, my emails, well, let me go on Instagram, or oh, Jules hasn't replied to me again. Oh, bump him again, double tap. Maybe he'll respond now. Maybe he'll thumbs up, yeah. he'll blue thumbs exactly. up again. Exactly, give him that back. And then it's like, okay, cool. Then I come back, I'm like, oh, but now, now I need coffee. Yeah. It's morning tea time, about coffee, and then it's lunchtime, and then it's like, gets to the end of the day, rather than trying to go cool, like the hard thing, do it straight away. Yeah, and and the, the reasons why you do the hard things for is because you can then enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. And that may seem so so far-fetched for some people, but there should be so much of what you do that's enjoyable because the business owners I work with and I meet, they are so beat down on doing chores. Mm. And think about chores when you go home. Yeah. Chores, why? There's so many chores in our business now. Mm. And then we avoid and we avoid and we avoid and we distract and we're so very good at isolating and avoiding and distracting. So if you were to be more aggressive in, in tackling progress, I wonder how your life would change up as a business owner. And I wonder how you'd feel about yourself in the process because I think there's a big undervalue in how you feel about yourself along the way. Mm. And as I mentioned before, live the way you want to be remembered. Like if I thought that today was going to be my last day and I was going to cark it tonight without you winding me up, how would you remember me? What's one quality you remember me for, other than being a terrible replier? <laughs> but that's just so true. Um, what's what's a what's a positive thing I could take away? No, I, I would just say that um, you always care. Like even though you do not reply and things like that, whenever we have a good conversation, like whenever we do catch up, it is actually that you can tell you have like a genuine care in the interaction that you're having. I love it. So there's a genuine care I have for yourself and for people. Yeah. What a great way to be remembered. And if I was to you, you'd ask me the same question, yeah. and I was to give you what I would remember you for. I'd say, in, ever since the time I met you until now, you've always been so good with your time and your attention and have always been really supportive of me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the way I remember you. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how often I've seen you, anytime I've needed something, you've always been there to support me in the process, right? Yeah. That's the way I remember you. And some other things as well, but that's the main thing that springs to mind. Yeah. And I think what a great way to be remembered. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of businesses owners think about what would happiness code be doing in 10 years? And I get it. Like we've got, you know, two years ago, we were, we were working at how we could make $75,000 a year. And now we're working at how we can pay payroll for half a million. Mm. It changes the dynamics, right? The problems get bigger. Yeah. But I don't want to change to become someone I'm not in the process either. My Jules is always stressed. He's always anxious. He's always the world of expectations on his shoulders. Mm. I still want to be the kind, caring, compassionate person I've always been and run a really, really amazing business.
Yeah. yeah. And you can have both, mm. but it's how you navigate through it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so for, for anyone that's watching, if they're interested in coming along to the CBL, certifiedballerslive.com.au, what like what we've just covered here is obviously a bit, a, a bit of a deep dive into what you do. Mm. And I know I, I always like to ask and push the question so that we can make sure that the audience gets a good feeling of who, who we've got. What are you going to be covering at CBL? Like what sort of like, what's the, give me the headline of, uh, of your talk there when you come and join us at CBL? Well, I think that there's so many things that you could cover, but the thing I am going to cover and spend a lot of time is how you make a social impact. Yeah. Because I think as a business owner, you have a responsibility, even if you don't believe that you do. Yeah. I don't believe anyone can opt out of responsibility to try and make the world a better place and the people's lives in it. Mm-hmm. You have it to your employees, you have it to working with other organizations, and I think so many people turn their back on their responsibility as a person still. Mm-hmm. So I'll be talking about how you actually enhance your brand and your impact by focusing on it. Yeah. Which is... There's a great saying, like, people don't buy what you do, they buy who you are. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that would look like if you didn't have a product. Mm-hmm. So if you think about what Happiness Co. is right now, not everyone's even sure of what it is that we even do. Yeah. I'm sure you've had this. I'm like, what does Happiness Co. even do? But we still have a great presence. So you can use it as a positive. So we have such a, a great social impact that brings sponsors in and awareness in. Mm-hmm. We also have such a great business model. Mm-hmm. But we're making such a difference because of it. Yeah. And... I think that thinking about it as your business as a social enterprise, mm. everyone listening right now can turn their business into a social enterprise by giving away some of their profits. Mm. Yeah, like exactly what we're doing with CBL, right? So a right. portion of the, process, uh, the profits from CBL are going towards happiness, go towards their activities. Correct. Yeah. So you're saying that we're not directly involved in the campaign, but we could be if we want to be, but I'm saying that as your social voice, we are committed to social change. Yeah. We don't work in mental health, but we understand we have people that are going to be affected by it, we have our families that are going to be affected by it. The people coming to the room are going to be affected by it. So you're saying that even though I'm not directly involved, I'm putting my hand up to say I want to make a difference. Yeah. And every single brand on the planet can reframe how someone sees it by doing it. Mm. Think Coca-Cola versus Thank You Water. Yeah. So Coca-Cola sells, uh, sells what kind of water? Mount Franklin. Mount Franklin and Pump. Yeah. So the CEO is on $20 million a year. You think about Thank You Water, how Thank You Water changed their whole model is because when you buy thank you water, the water goes to fund world poverty. Yeah. And people want to know when they're buying from someone that you're responsible for the impacts it's making. I love that. I love that. Just final question, then we'll wrap it up. What's one question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Well, personal question could be how do I get my hair, hair so high? Volume powder is the answer to that question. Volume powder. Volume write powder. Write that down. Right? Volume powder. Volume powder. Uh, 9.95 at any Coles, Woolworths, or IGA. <laughs> uh, what question could you ask me that you should have? Yeah. That's a hard question. I would you only asked hard questions say, on the Kim Barrett show. I would say, what's been your most, you know, I talked about being proud. Mm-hmm. I think we don't look at our moments well enough in hindsight about the things that we've done well. So you think blooper reel versus highlight reel. Yeah. I would say, what was your highlight? So if you were going to say, what's your highlight reel? And say, ask me what my highlight was. What's, what's the highlight? What's the highlight on the highlight reel? A highlight on the highlight reel would be uh, the Man Enough Ball last year. Uh, and the reason why I think it's so significant to me as a person, because it was on my birthday, and obviously my dad's anniversary is on my birthday, and it was 10 years to the day. Yeah. So I think to have you know, 400 people in the room supporting such a great initiative was probably my heart, biggest highlight reel for Happiness Co., to date. 
and we've done lots of cool things, but that to me is just really a great milestone. I love it, awesome. Guys, and if you loved anything you've heard today from Mr. Julian Pace, uh, Italian for love, please make sure you join us at www.certifiedballerslive.com.au. And until next time, I'm Kim Barrett. You all have been awesome. Like, comment, subscribe. See you next time. Adios.